Our guest tonight is Alan Wake. This time he wanted to do something. I was back, and I hadn't forgotten. I knew how this worked now. I could take control, no more surprises. What demons he wrestles with in the dark hours of the night. Together with our house band, the divine old gods of Asgard, we have created something very special. The song is called Herald of Darkness, but I like to call this next segment the story of the journey of Alan Wake, the musical. We just do what we always do. We'll chat, but instead of talking, we'll sing it. Welcome to episode 76 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Navi to my link, John. John. Listen! <laughs> hey, listen! <laughs> Next week is our Game of the Year episode of the show. The year is over officially. Next podcast. Fucking crazy. Are you ready to announce our categories? So ready. Can't wait. <laughs> A couple new ones this year, right? Yeah, we're moving uh, from the six we had previously up to eight, hmm. so or nine. I added the ninth one, a sneaky nine. So you we have nine categories. What did you do? <laughs> I already told you, but uh, wait, ruin the illusion, <laughs> why don't you? Fine. <laughs> so if you're listening and you want to participate, and this is how our game of the year works, it's a game that you completed that year for the first time. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a 2023 game. If you, like myself, went back and played Persona 5 this year for the first time, that's that's an entrance. Yep. Like you, you, any of that. Like John this and I. This is a product of us not being industry insiders. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> this Sorry. is not our full time job. So you know we're always playing catch up. Always looking for you know games that we never touched on to play. So that applies to the listener as well. So if you want to participate, you know, send in on any of our social media. Email PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, Twitter at PSPalsPod, or on our YouTube comment at PlayStationPals. Any of those things, if you want to participate in this, we will read your answers, just like we will read some PS Plus wrap-ups later in this episode. Yeah, but I, f- I find it nice because, you know, we've all seen, okay, it's Baldur's Gate versus Zelda versus Spider-Man versus right. Alan Wake. You know, at least we'll get some different game conversations. Oh, in for here. sure. You know, it makes it, for sure. makes it a little more exciting, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, our nine categories are, number one, best moment of the podcast. So if you've been listening to us all year, let us know what your favorite moment of the show was. You know, was it was it Xbox chums? I don't think we brought the wheel back this year. No, I think the wheel deserves to be stayed, <laughs> stayed buried. Uh, any of our matchups in the character Battle Royale, which will be also continuing uh, this episode. Uh, any of those things, you know, whatever you thought made you laugh out loud or was just a great insight from either one of us, you know, write in. I'd love to hear it, yeah. you know. Or just tell us how much we suck. I don't know. That's fine, <laughs> that's too. Fine too. <laughs> we like constructive criticism. All right, and then we'll, we'll we'll be having the same returning categories from last year. That is best indie, best weapon, best boss fight, best performance, best character to have a drink with, and, of course, game of the year. So those are all returning from last year's game of the year. Very nice, very nice. And then we're bringing two more. Best music, 
That's pretty much straightforward. Gotta have it. <laughs> and uh, best level. So there is any particular moment or or you know stage or whatever in a game, and you want to recognize it. That's what we're gonna do here. Best level. So it could be a little nebulous. I mean, you yeah. know, there's there's levels. There's you know, famously that moment in Alan Wake Two this year. Is that a level? Kind of. It's a sequence. Right. But you know, uh, you know. Play, play with it. Have fun with it. Yeah, it can be a, it can be just a mission, you know, like especially with an open world game. If you're playing that, uh, a mission very much can fall into that. So, um, so yeah, well, all those things, you know, don't don't be afraid. We're not afraid of spoilers here for for games. So I no. don't think we're we're good. If you whatever you think is best. So, uh, so that leads us into next episode, which will be all about this. We will be doing nothing else. Uh, Plan again is the release it December 26th, but it'll be all Game of the Year conversation and then just a year in review in general. Uh, we'll take a look back at our predictions and stuff like that and go from there. Yeah, can't wait. All right. But this is a normal episode of the show, and how that works is John and I can both bring up the three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing. It can be a news item. It can be a topic. It can be an email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PSPalsPod, or a comment on our YouTube page at PlayStationPals. Any of those things we feel like bringing, we can bring it on the show. And today we have four things for you. John's leading us off. Sure. So... In a rare turn of events, we actually have a news story to talk about, Nick, like a pretty, pretty big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, it's not, you know, uh, all bells and whistles. It's kind of a downer of a story. But um, first shown off at the Summer Game Fest 2022, much beleaguered multiplayer game, Last of Us Two Factions, uh, has been officially canceled. Unfortunate to say. Uh, the studio did announce this last Thursday that it has, quote unquote, made the incredibly difficult decision to stop development on Last of Us Online. We know this news will be tough for many, especially our dedicated The Last of Us Factions community, who have been following our multiplayer ambitions ardently. We're equally qu crushed at the studio as we were looking forward to putting it in your hands. Uh, it was at one point uh, supposed to be revealed public this year. I believe Neil Druckmann uh, early this year said that, that we would get our first glimpse of it. So between then and now, obviously, um, some more developments have happened. And they have come out and kind of said that the main reason for the cancellation is just with the sheer breadth of the project, with the amount of developers that they have at Naughty Dog, and the demand for ongoing support that this game would receive, it's simply too much. It simply would require them to focus solely on this game and pretty much pretty much ignore everything that made them the studio that they are today. Um, so one final quote here, in ramping up to full, full production, the massive scope of our, our ambition became clear. To release and support The Last of Us, we'd have to put all of our studio resources behind supporting it uh, for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us, become a solely live-service game studio or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. Nick, did they make the right call? <laughs> uh, that's hard to say without ever seeing what the product was, right? Um, yeah. A lot of developers uh, that worked on this project were on Twitter uh, over the weekend, all saying how much they loved this. They were so happy to be have worked on it. It was incredible to play. And again, we got to take their word for it because we'll never see it. We'll never see what this was. So it's hard to say. I mean, John and I are, you know, famously single player game guys. So if you were to ask us, you know, what game should they make next? It'd be 
Last of Us Part Three or any other single player narrative game, the things that they are good at. Because yeah. we've seen time and time again with Bioware and Anthem, what we see in the future with Rocksteady and Suicide Squad, that you just don't have teams do games that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what happened here is that they didn't know how to scope it, obviously. Like, you know, it required a, a massive headcount and they decided that that wasn't that wasn't going to be for them, you know, yeah. it's, it's for maybe something that didn't even pay off, you know, we don't, we'll never know. So, uh, I think they probably made the right choice. They're in the best position to say whether they, <laughs> that was right or not. And so I think, yeah. Yeah. I was happy that they had that l- little blurb in there about maintaining their single player focus. I think anybody who's been with Sony a long time, like we have, I mean, you know, they are the crown jewel for Sony, in my opinion, when it comes to narrative-driven cinematic experiences. So uh, keep them going down that path. Um, but yeah, I mean, apparently this thing was in production since The Last of Us 2 was in production. You know, they initially were wanting to rope it into that project, then announced that it would be a separate thing. You know, so it almost seems to me like this was a slip-up of upper management. This was not planning ahead properly. This wasn't realizing just how big a live service game is. So that leads me into my next question, Nick. Do you think that this will have repercussions throughout not only Sony to to maybe change course on how they're pursuing these, uh, but also maybe the industry? Do we think we've finally reached a boiling point with the amount of developers we have, resources, cost, and all that good stuff? Is is this kind of a canary in the coal mine scenario? <laughs> yeah, I think in a year in review that we'll do next next episode, one thing you would say is how many layoffs there were. How yeah. many live service games died this year? Uh, there's There were so many. Uh, what, Knockout City? We did that earlier this year. Like, Knockout City was one. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm, they, they've, they're forgotten about for a reason. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Rumbleverse, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, and even um, the Multiverses game, which is rumored to be coming back, uh, you know, they had to they had to reboot it. Like, they took it offline, and it's going to supposedly come back next year. But who knows? Uh, that, yeah, the writing on the wall is. The big dogs were going to stick around. Yeah. Apex, Warzone, Fortnite, they'll be around, but everyone else will will be picking up crumbs. And, you know, it's very, it's like hitting the lotto yeah. for another game to, to strike. Just as, just when you especially look at, like, what Fortnite just did. That's, like, the they just invested... Yep. That's what I was just going to say. Hundreds of millions of dollars in three new modes for their game. And, good luck keeping and, up, man. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> like, and then what we said last week about the finals is... Like they have to keep up content-wise with these other games, and it's impossible at this point. You know, Fortnite makes the money to make it sustainable to have a big development budget and to keep having this amazing content over and over again. How do you compete? I don't yeah. think you can. And I think like we saw the writing on the wall that Sony's probably lessening the amount of live service games they have in the pipeline. And I think, I think they they modified it from twelve by twenty twenty six down to six. Yeah. So and this is one of them, obviously. <laughs> That uh, yeah, I think the whole the industry is always playing catch up because when something hits big, everyone starts developing on it. So when Fortnite hits big, everyone starts developing it. Hyenas, Fair Games, Concord, all these games start getting made, but they're three to four to five years out, and so you know they all start dropping. And then, then when that trend changes, everyone's got to pivot. But they have years of development into this game, so. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, you're absolutely right with the cyclical nature of the industry. And it's worked out 
up until this point, I think, you know, whether it was the rise of 3D platformers uh, to the rise of third person shooters or first person shooters or, or what, you know, music games with the Guitar Hero fad. But this is a different beast all in, you know, in and of itself. You can't just keep chasing this live service model and expecting success. You know, Fortnite, dude, I'm thinking about downloading it and checking it out. And like, <laughs> you know, good luck pulling any kids away from there, which is where all this, I think, you know, I I have no proof of this, but it seems like the live service market is typically catered to like college level kids and younger people right. who have a lot of time and us right. adults don't. So good luck pulling these kids away from Fortnite when, yeah, you're getting full fledged Lego versions of Minecraft that for all accounts is supposed to be great, a great kart racer in the Rocket League thing. And I believe the Harmonix um, game came out last week, which I do want to check out. But I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's well, it's really sad to see uh, any project get canceled. People to, you know, have all these years of hard work kind of gone down the drain, so to speak. Um, but I do think that Sony, it's obvious there's something in the air at Sony right now, whether it's the lack of communication that they're having um, or just like, you know, high management people like Connie Booth leaving. There's, there's something weird right now. And I feel like big time fans like us can feel it. So maybe... Put the pedal off of that a little bit. Go back to what you know. Um, maybe a new CEO, you know, with Jim Ryan leaving, will kind of hopefully, hopefully, whoever comes in is going to be of that mind as well. But um, yeah, that's that's all she wrote for Let Factions. Right. Um, do you think? Last question here, Nick. Do you think we ever see it again in any other form? Like, could they could they pack this into Last of Us Three? Yeah, I think Last of Us Three will have a standard multiplayer mode on it. I 100. I this the all this work is going to go somewhere. And it would make sense to me for it to be an additional mode to whatever Last of Us Part Three, whatever that comes out, is that it'll just have this content in it, or or, or some of that content moved into the single player. Yeah. Um, so Neil Druckmann, I know you're listening. Just just uh, just release it, man. Just <laughs> just let us play it. You know, it's going to be great. Not everything needs to be a forever game. Just let us play it. Factions 2013 wasn't a forever game, and people fucking loved it. Yeah, I just want to check it. It out. was funny because yeah, the writing was on the the wall. Like when when we got that rumor that Bungie looked at it and they were worried about main, maintaining numbers, that the scope of this was obviously gigantic. Mm -hmm. Like it was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to be on a level of a Destiny two or yeah. you know these other live service games. That makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Thanks, I wonder how long, and I know like. I usually don't like to touch this because we don't, we'll never know like what delays this puts on any other Naughty Dog project. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, in this post, they did mention like, hey guys, don't worry, we have two other single player projects going right now. One of them's a new IP, which very exciting. Like, a new Naughty Dog IP will be a moment, right? Mm -hmm. That'll be a huge thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of time and resources. Five, six years towards a thing that's not going to see the light of day. You know, it's a big sunken cost, but. They'll, they'll, they'll correct it. They'll be fine. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just, an, it's just another one. Like I said, it, when we do our year in review, we how can we not touch on live service games just yeah. just dying left yep. and right, yep. you know, as they all try to chase this formula that's just not sustainable. So Naughty Dog can't do it. I don't know who can. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll hear soon what their next project is. You know, I, it's please. Like <laughs> after well, after the Last of Us remaster comes out, maybe it'll be time for. I mean, I'm calling it now. March state of play. Or sorry, <laughs> showcase. I'm okay. Calling it right now. You heard it yeah. first. Yeah, definitely in the springtime there will be another showcase for sure. Maybe February, but you know. a, yeah. 
All right. So anyway, that's all I got. Okay, that's same here. So we'll move on to our next thing. And it's time for everyone's favorite game show, PS Plus Wrap Up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> our contestants have been playing video games all year round. They've been hitting that square, that X, that square button. And they've been racking up games. It's actually a games. cross button, Nick. Oh, sorry. It's actually the cross button. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Just to make sure we get that up. Uh, they've been doing that all year round. And, you know, Sony released their PS Plus wrap-up. And we're going we're gonna to go through. Who's the winner? Who's mm-hmm. played the most? Who's gotten the most trophies? Does that mean winner if you played the most? <laughs> or the it's possible, opposite? yeah. It's, it's one of the categories we have that you, you won. So we, we have seven contestants that participated in this, including your host. So five outside sources, and we're going to go through them all. So we're going to start with everyone's top five games. Okay. I will list their top five games. John, will John, with a little insider knowledge, will be able to guess a few of them like instantly. Oh, who they are? Yeah, who they okay. are. Okay. But uh, <laughs> right. if not all of them. We, yeah, we, know, we know our listeners pretty well. I'll be surprised well. if I don't get anybody. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, fun nonetheless. All right. And then uh, with that knowledge, we can predict who has got the most trophies Who's got the most hours played, all right? Sure. All right. So our first contestant, and I'm going to go through five through one. So they're, they're, you know, top five most played game down to their most played game. Okay. All right. Number five, Stardew Valley. Hmm. Number four, Borderlands 3. Number three, Dismantle. Number two, <laughs> Hades. And number one, oh, with 106 hours spent, Death Stranding Director's Cut. That's, that's our bud, Jake. Yes, that's that is. That's the show, Jake. <laughs> Nemesis of the show. Oh, right. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> that, that is correct. But he plays Hades, so I can't hate him too much. So his top played game is at 106 hours. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah as, as we'll see. All right, you are correct in that. See, and it's you proud of me. I didn't say a last name. <laughs> you better be proud of me. I am proud of you. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, on to our next contestant. Their number five game is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number four, Final Fantasy 16. Number three, Resident Evil 4. Number two, Ghost of Tsushima. And number one, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade. Mm, that's my that's my buddy Will. Yep, yeah, there you go. At 87 hours. Final Fantasy That threw me VII off, though, because I know, I was like, oh, it's, it's you. You're the only, <laughs> for some reason, I, you're the only person I know I thought that played Survivor, but but it's good to know. Good to know Will got his hands on it. I'll have to get his uh, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that list. That's a lot of, a lot of game, well, three three out of five this year. Yeah, so. Will's, uh, he's been putting in some work, man. You know, he's got he's got a Steam Deck. He's got a Portal. He's recently he's got, got a Portal? He got a Portal, yeah. He's uh, recently got the Platinum Trophy bug. So okay. he's, you know, I think, uh, well... We'll go over Platinums in a little bit here, but I think most of his have been gotten in the last month. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Will, write in about the portal. Uh, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Don't don't sit on that. Mm -hmm. We want to know. All right. Moving on to our next contestant. And he's got a VR, too. He's he's all in. (laughs) All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to find him. There's one specific contestant I'm kind of excited for. (laughs) All right, our next contestant, number five, Horizon Zero Dawn. What? Number four, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Number three, this says The Last of Us Part Two Remastered. That's interesting that it already registers it as the That's new That's what I was saying when I downloaded it the other day. It's, it, they completely swapped it. It's, okay. Yeah, it's like everything internally now says that. Okay, number two, Baldur's Gate 3. 
And at 83 hours, their number one game, God of War Ragnarok. Is that Jesse? That's a, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, the, I was the only one I... <laughs> go through that five again, because, yeah, he's probably the one I have the least... Uh, Rise and Zero Dawn, okay. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, okay. The Last of Us Part 2, Baldur's Gate 3, wow. and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, you, you win for highest open critic score combined. <laughs> that's, that's quite the list there, buddy. Good job. I'd be curious why Zero Dawn and not Forbidden West, or... Well, this man hasn't gotten to it yet. Yeah, yeah, you know. But, uh... Yeah, no, that's another another well great done, Jesse. list there. You have the the John seal of approval for your game taste. All right, our next contestant, Spider Man <laughs> Two. <laughs> there he is. That's it. <laughs> so number five was Spider Man Two. Uh, all of his combined were just Spider Man Two. <laughs> oh, we'll give we'll give pal of the show Nick some some you know benefit of the doubt. He does a lot of hard work for us. We love him very much, but he is he's a PC gamer. Yeah, that no, is it's what fine. it is. It's fine. But we but, had to we had to include him just for fun fact about him though. He has a 100% platinum success rate on games he plays on PlayStation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we'll get into that later too. All right, our next contestant, number five, Sea of Stars. Number four. Final Fantasy 16. Number three, Elden Ring. Number two, Rocket League. And their number one game at 151 hours, Neon White. It's 157 now, just so you oh, know. Oh, okay. That's, that's <laughs> your boy. That's me. And yep. with, a, with a special asterisk for my son, Levi. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the time to beat for Neon White is anywhere close to 151 hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nope, nope. But uh, just to give everybody a little update, he uh, he has the developer secret time on 82 of the 96 levels. He is a madman, um, but I think he is finally starting to slow down. Do you remember, were these the top three that you predicted um, to Mark's I email? Predi- I predicted Rocket League number one, I think, Okay. Um, with... Neon White 2 and then Elden Ring 3. Okay. Okay. Um, good. My Rocket League hours was 141. So it was close, but, but, uh, yeah, no stopping Neon White. <laughs> no. Crazy. A little indie game, 151 hours. You got your money's worth. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to our next contestant. Number five, Persona 4 Golden. Number four, Diablo 4. Number three, MLB The Show 23. Ooh. Number two, Persona 5 Royal. And then their number one game at 222 hours played, Woo. Elden Ring. Good job, Mark. <laughs> Good job, Mark. Another really high caliber uh, game taste out there. Yeah. Persona, baseball, and, and Elden Ring. Let's go. Yeah, you guys are... You guys are I'm not a baseball a gamer. I, I, I wish I was, but... I played baseball for 15, 20 years of my life, uh, and so I always got to respect that. Yeah. Nice job. All right. So that, that leads us with our final contestant. Oh, I'm looking Gee, at who, him. who could I'm that be? I'm looking at him. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's number five, Hogwarts Legacy. Number four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number three, Baldur's Gate 3. Number two, Street Fighter 6. And at 104 hours, Persona 5 Royal. Well done, dude. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, that's a good, good list. Are you surprised that Street Fighter Six is number two? Like, do we, like maybe not at this point, but would you ever have thought? No, leading into this year, no, 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 no. Leading into this year, I wouldn't even think it'd be on the list at all. Nice, you that's know, good. but it's always good. But, I, but I knew it was going to be up there. I was surprised Cyberpunk, which I predicted to be my three, my number three game, was not on here. But I guess to get the platinums for Closer. 
Star Wars Jedi Survivor took a while, and then just Hogwarts Legacy took forever. So I'm surprised you didn't have Final Fantasy 16 on there. I have 72 hours somehow. On that, <laughs> so I don't, I don't, maybe I, I don't just, know either. Maybe I just left it on and yeah. it, the clock just kept going. I, I don't know, but yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. So with that knowledge, John, I'm sure you got everyone's list in your head. Yeah. We're going to go by, we're going to start with hours played. Okay. So who do you, we, who do you think is the least hours played? Uh, front of the show, Nick. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be up in the air. Well, who do you think is number six? <laughs> Boy, who's the next least? I'm gonna go Jesse. Ah, good guess. Yes, at yeah. 558 hours okay. total, number six is Jesse. Okay, gotta play more games, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up. Uh, I'm right. gonna go with you next. No, no, no. Will. Nope. Jake. We're, nope. Mm, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So the the next three are all around within the fifteen to twenty hours of each other. Well. At number five, we have Mark at six hundred and seventy hours. That's what I said. I said he would be a boy who plays a lot of one game and then kind of you know dabbles here and there. Will is at six hundred and eighty four hours. Man. And Dude, then he wasn't he wasn't gaming a couple years ago. Like two years ago, he was he was just like ah, I'm just gonna get back into it. Yeah. Well, he's he's into it. Yeah. And then myself at six hundred and eighty nine hours. Mm. Who's that leave? <laughs> so that leaves our top two is is my co-host John and the nemesis of the show Jake. I'm gonna say I took it. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. John with 878 hours wins. Jake comes up in second at 858 hours. He was just 20 hours short. I'm sorry, you know, John got a little help, but you know, there's a little asterisk on John John's yeah. win. I was about to say, you might be asking yourself, wait, John always complains about how he doesn't have time to play. <laughs> yeah. What is that about? Yeah. How does that make this sense? Da- this data is not telling so, me otherwise. I don't know. I don't know. So our contestants put in a total of 4,362 hours of gaming time, the equal of 182 days of video wow. games straight playing. Nice. Impressive, like impressive fellas. Half a year. Yep. Half a year. <laughs> Between seven guys. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> you, you, we are all diehard PlayStation players. I, I am impressed. We got to figure re- out: is there is there a game that be fun to play a game with like the seven of us somehow? <laughs> Just fall guys. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be something like or that. Or like party animals if it, when it comes to yeah. PlayStation. Or yeah, maybe not. Or, I don't uh, like people anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or any of the Jackbox games. Yeah, there's not a lot of people that will get uh, yeah. seven people together. But you know, awesome. Like I said, that's a lot of hours. But we're not quite done yet. No. So we're going to get into the Platinum Trophies. Again, if you get every trophy in a game, you earn that Platinum Trophy. And it's, you know, it's it's coveted. You know, certain games, you know, you want to get it. You I have to get it. I care about it more than I'd like to admit. I, yep. ha- I hate that I do, but I do. Yeah, actually, over the weekend, I was looking through games like that I want to platinum. Yeah. And I was looking at both the Batman Arkham games, and I just thought about it in my head. I'm like, is it worth playing 62 hours of Arkham City to get the platinum? And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> but I want it. Nope. Nope, it's not. I want Red Dead Redemption 2's platinum. No, I, I want, want Witcher 3. I want Returnal real bad. Yeah. But every time I pop in, I'm like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's not or guaranteed. Final Fantasy 16 this year. I wanted it, but I didn't want to play through the game a second time, yeah. so I wasn't going to do it. So, But uh, everyone on this list did earn Platinums this year. All right, John, prediction cap back on. Hmm. Who is number seven? 
Who's least amount of platinum? Nah, friend of the show, Nick. Yes. <laughs> Producer of the show, Nick, <laughs> with his one platinum for Spider-Man 2. He is now up to two total platinums Ooh. between he has that and God of War Ragnarok. But those are good platinums to get. So Okay, okay. So, you know, the least, but, you know, not the worst. So next up. Yeah. So, so I, I think I know Will has seven. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with, and because Mark already platinumed Elden Ring last year, I'm going to go with Mark. Incorrect. Jesse. Incorrect. You. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> who else is there? I know it's not Jake. No, your, who your first said was, well, there's a tie. You're right. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Oh. There's a tie. Yes. So Mark. you're a liar. Yeah, I'm a liar. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> there's some ties here. There's, a t- there's two ties. Okay. So our first tie, yes, is F4. It is Mark and Will, who both got four this year. Okay. Uh, Mark did say that he is wrapping up the platinum for Persona 5 Royal. Nice. So he, he's planning on getting his fifth. Okay. And he did give a special shout out to his wife, who got her first platinum ever in Hogwarts Legacy, which is no easy platinum. Yeah, I, that's, that's another one. So your wife is a Harry Potter junkie like mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> how, how did she like the Merlin trials? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how many there were. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so they both tied at four, but Mark gains the edge because he has eight total this overall mm. with Will just at seven. Oh, so. okay. I didn't realize there was caveats and tiebreakers. Yep. Yep. So okay. uh, we have another tie coming up here. So three and four is also a tie. Is it me and you? Correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> John and I both only got eight platinums this year, but John edges me out. He has 47 total. <laughs> To just my measly 34. Yeah, I don't think I've gotten one in like six months, though. It's been a minute. Yeah, I don't think I went, you I went hard in the beginning of the year. You know, I did uh, Minute and Neon White and Last of Us and, and some other ones. Elden Cuphead Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. But really fell apart, so. <laughs> only eight. <laughs> yeah, just only eight. But again, you edge me out because you're at 47 total. So you're you're pretty high up there. Yep. So that leads us to our top two so Jesse's number two, huh? He is number two. Okay. So he got a total of 13 Platinums Ooh. this year. What do we got? He's at 56 total. Oh, damn. So he is, oh, damn. as of right now, the leader. But as we'll get into the next, uh, yeah, the nemesis. Psychopath. Uh, good luck uh, keeping that keeping that lead. because he's he's got, You got a target on your back, dude. The I reason did, he is the nemesis of the show, and this is this is the reason why, because he started the Platinum Trophy War and then just annihilated John and I. We like we never stood a chance. No. Do uh, you remember how many he got this year? It's 20, 20, 22? 24. 24. <laughs> nemesis of the Crazy. show, Jake, is at 24 Platinums, making him the winner of the most Platinum Trophies this year among our contestants. And he is at 51 total, so... Jesse, you to keep pace. Yeah, <laughs> you better Let's go. better get another eleven platinums really quickly. <laughs> he's a ten, he's a tenacious boy. <laughs> so, so, I would okay. like to say say though that I think my trophy level is still higher than Jake's. So, oh yeah, you have more one. individual trophies, yeah. just not the platinums. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to Nemesis of the show, Jake. Twenty four platinums is is, it's is quite something. The year, man, two a month. Yeah, that, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Almost twice as much as the next person, and three times as much as you and me. So I mean, that's that's you know, I think part of that is the the magic of PlayStation Extra and just like these on-demand games. You'd be like, oh, this one, oh, this one, oh, this one, oh, this one, oh, this one. So not not like the old days where you gotta buy them. 
And, and to his credit, he did not cherry. He doesn't cherry pick easy platinums either. No, he got dismantle, which and death stranding, which is yep. over a hundred hours. So yeah, I mean, he's got cyberpunk. I don't know if that was this year or not. But no, that was um, last year. yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't just get uh, sugar co- sugary ones, but just uh, go get that Stardew Valley. Jake, come on, man! <laughs> like you keep talking about this one little. Hey, mini, it's just got, a mini game. He got the little big planet one though this I year. I know he did. I know he did. <laughs> I booted that up and I was like, ah, no, I'm not, not going to try. So, so yeah, it's awesome. Um, what a great year, and like, what a varied list from everybody. Like, yeah, you know, there's 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 something for everybody, and you know, a good mix of. You well, know, I know it was between old. you, Jake, and I. We had 15 different games. Yep. in our top top five. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's awesome. It's a great list. Uh, thank you to everyone for writing in because it's fun to look at, and like I said, to know that we played half a year of video games combined is. Oof. Pretty nutty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it. You got any uh, anything else to add to your PS Plus wrap up? Mm, Will there? I, I got. Are you, are um, you, are you at least a, trying to get your son to play on his own account? Dude, he won't do it. Like he just <laughs> like I don't know why. I would I would think that would be like. Aw- like awesome for a kid like right. oh i can keep track of all my things and right but no even with neon white i'm like dude you're getting you're you're going past the platinum you're like getting platinum right. plus and he's like yeah i don't care i just want to beat my world record time it's like right dude, i mean great but sign the no. password protect your account yeah <laughs> i mean his big uh his big ask this year for christmas is a computer so i think he w- he wants to he wants to get into the pc side of it just what does he want to play it's the same shit. He he wants neon white on PC. He wants <laughs> fucking. He wants only up again. Is, what you can't even buy, but I have it on my Steam account. I, it's just you. The things that the YouTubers are into. Right. You know, that right. Geometry Dash game I showed you. That is just you'll get a fucking seizure looking at the screen for ten seconds. But so yeah, I don't know. But the dude, the kid is spoiled. So yeah. what can I say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is something else. But yeah, I did right. play 103 different games this year. So I did do that. Oh, wow, man. Let's see. You try a lot of games. Again, the biggest complainer about not playing any games, and boy, whew, yeah, most hours, I it's didn't all, play 103 games. <laughs> yeah, it's all in little bitty segments. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, are we ready to move on to our third topic? You know it. All right, so you may have remembered that we talked about this earlier this year. Uh, I believe it was episode 43 that uh, E3 is dead. Um, and I believe that was because of a rumor of like, you know, it's just, it's, it's in trouble, right? Like there was no E3 this year at all or last year. So E3 has kind of been like, is it going to come back? COVID's over is a big convention. Again, E3 was this pillar of video gaming, like video game Super Bowl. Yeah. In June, it was just like video game after video game conference after conference. Konami would have a conference. Ubisoft would have a conference. The big three, they would all be at E3. It'd be the greatest week of gaming. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you Mm. that is, is officially dead. Now the ESA RIP tweeted out on December 12th that, uh, it's over that, uh, you know, the industry has moved on and, uh, Keely, he stabbed it in the back so many times <laughs> with the summer game fest that uh, they just they just can't do it anymore, and so not surprising. It's over. Yeah, it's over. An end of an era. Yeah, I mean it was uh, you know maybe the reason I got into the industry as much as I am now is just because there was this deluge of 
just nonstop excitement that would happen for a week or two. It was hard to shake off, you know, and then you, you get so excited leading up into that time period every single year. Um, you know, they've tried, they've tried to recapture the excitement, you know, like you said, with Summer Games Fest, um, the Game Awards as well, but it's never felt the same. No. Um, you know, G- Summer Games Fest is just spread out too much, I think. You know, you can't, you can't take that week and spread it out over two or three months and expect the same kind of excitement and as we saw with the Game Awards this last, you know, couple weeks ago, it's 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 awesome. There's a lot of cool announcements, but it still feels like it's being held back by the ad money that's needed to generate it, and you know, by having the awards here as well to kind of pull away from you know what we all want to see, which is game announcements. But, um, you know, I I think I don't know, man. It, it does. It's hard not to feel sad about it. Like there was nothing like it when that was that week no like to think like each publisher would come up and be like we're gonna do an hour to an hour and a half show and they're just trying to one-up each other yeah and we're and it's gonna be just and we have that many games to bring like that was the crazy thing like ubisoft has can fill an hour of time showing off their games you know i know they have just dance but you know they could they were firing off games and they would always end on something exciting whether it be watchdogs or the return of beyond good and evil 2 uh, which is dead by now, but yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, Assassin's Creed or, game or something. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff, and and same for the big three. Like, did know like Sony was gonna just talk for an hour and a half, and you just you had no idea what you were gonna see. But they were like you said that there was that spirit of like competition of like who won E three, and you would do it like every every June. It would be the the talk of the. All the websites talk of, you know, all of us gamers, like who had the better show, who got the better third party reveals, you know, who got to show off a Call of Duty level this year. Um, I think back to the Sony's 2016 showcase and like that was just an hour and a half of goosebumps. You know, that was when they started with the live orchestral orchestra with the God of War music into God of War into Spider-Man Ghost of Tsushima Days Gone. It's like, what the fuck is happening Right. right now? These are all incredible. And... Since then, I don't know, you might be lucky to get one announcement of that size right. at, a, at any given thing. So, Yeah, and it just sucks that I, I think none of these... I, Xbox had a good showcase this year, I think, but uh, you know, obviously we were really down on the Sony showcase and uh, a lot of these other publisher events, they're just... They're just, they're just okay. You know, they're, they're never on the scale of like what those other shows were. No, you know? and I think every time Sony announces a showcase, this is what we want. Like, we expect... And I think they're primed to do it. Whenever the inevitable next Sony time they want to talk is, like I think that could be an E3 esque uh, show if they want to, you know, actually go all in and, and announce, you know, further out than just six months. But you know, I would say though, like this, this was inevitable. Um, you know, there is no need for companies to spend the amount of money that they do to fly all their employees out to the show to make, you know, bespoke trailers and gameplay sections for specific games that are going to come out soon anyway. You know, it understand it is understandable in this day and age, you know, with the internet and Twitch and YouTube and all this other ways to get your messaging out to people that you don't yep. need to bring them all to one, one place and have it be, you know, super crazy for the journalists, super crazy to try and even just, you know, get time to play a game, to see a game, whatever it is you, you went there to do. So it does make sense, but I won't pretend that I'm not sad about it. It's kind of, it's kind of my over overarching thoughts. Yeah. I I'm with you. It's just like, I would take work off because, you know, Microsoft would be Sunday, but then Monday it was just like, Ubisoft, EA, and to Sony, and I just I just had to see it. <laughs> you yep. know, I had to be there to see it because it was just 
it was just it was just fantastic. It was just like I said, like these publishers could fill entire showcases with that amount of games. Like they had that amount to show you, and mm. every one you'd come away with at least one or two. Like hell yeah, like I mean, dude, I'm excited for that. We music man, legendary, oh, yeah. legendary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's kind of the other side of E3 that was really funny as well. Is like there were like just there's so many memeable moments right. that, that came yeah. from it. You know, famously, if you want to cringe, just yeah, search uh, We Music E3 and you'll you'll see uh, was it Miyamoto up on stage, yeah, right? Like yeah. playing the fake trumpet or something. It's, and that was the showstopper. <laughs> that was the end of the show yeah. announcement. Yeah, so there were little gaps and things like that here or there. But, um, you know, RIP E3. Um, yeah, like I said, I think it's between... Between Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty getting into the podcast space when I did, and then E3 being what it was from like 2015 to 2000, I guess, 19. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm here right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. It was just overdrive. It was like, it was like a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it was like straight heroin of video game announcements injected to you in one week. Like, it was hard to keep track of everything. You say that, but like, is there. You know, you see a, an announcement of a game that you're excited for. And really, it is about as ec- ecstatic, I feel like, as maybe my poor old soul can can get anymore. But, right. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like, like we always talk about that Final Fantasy VII remake announcement, uh, Cyberpunk hacking the show. <laughs> remake announcement. It's, it's on my computer screen right now. Uh, the, the, yeah, Cyberpunk hacking the end of the Xbox showcase, all the, like, the, what you had mentioned. Even the uh, what the E three where they were moving uh, all the people in attendance from studio to studio where the first one was like The Last of Us Part I think that Two twenty seventeen and then yeah led into like Ghost of Tsushima flute guy yeah yeah and uh, I think the last one was Spider Man I think it was yeah uh, just great just just awesome ways the the show off games and to see long demos and like I said you always just knew you were gonna see something you're gonna see something and it's then Grand Theft Auto 6 shows the trailer and goes 200 million views and everybody's like why are we doing any of this this is silly so you know what I wish would come back I loved PSX for like the three years they did it like that was great too it was like mini E3 in December Mm -hmm. PlayStation focused I wish that would come back too but you know yeah, it's weird. It's weird. The, the the caveat here is like the showcases have never been as big as, but also gaming is as big as ever. You would yeah. think like they could easily fill a show, but I think like like you said, we're out of the long tail announcements. You know, we're like you know getting a Metal Gear Solid Four, you know, five different events in a row right. till it finally releases. You know, like everyone just like keeps you know their cards close to their chest, and then when the game's within a year or six months. You know, yeah. like like an Armored Core Six. You know that was short at the Game Awards, and it was out eight months later. You know, a lot of a lot of these announcements seem to be following that. They don't want to be like what we've been sell, been saying about Hellblade. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the game was shown like 2017, and it's still not out. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. you know everyone's just trying to avoid that, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. Here we are. R.I.P. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we'll just get yeah again more showcases. I, I imagine both. I mean, in the within the first six months of next year, there'll be every all the big three. Right. You know, Xbox will have like a developer direct, like they did this year with Hi-Fi Rush being shadow dropped. Uh, Sony will have a showcase again. Hopefully, it'll they'll learn from last year. Uh, their state of play that their their latest showcase, the state of play, was a lot better. So mm-hmm. hopefully, they learn from that. And then Nintendo's got to be ramping up for a Switch too. You'd think so, and and see, Sony this, for this a PlayStation Switch, Five Pro, like if that thing exists. That's well, and do you do you see the rumors about Xbox right now? 
Oh yeah, and then like which is just bananas. We, we can save that for a different <laughs> show, but supposedly coming out with the next Xbox in 2026. Well, is it bananas? Because six—that's only six. That's six years. That's not. I bananas. mean, I find that pretty bananas. I mean, <laughs> you know, when I think is it is it is that bananas because COVID kind of slowed our us going into the new generation of consoles? Because, like I said, six years is not that long. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like I I was expecting twenty twenty. Is appropriately long. It's not long as compared to PS three was eight, and then PS three was twenty. 2006 to 2013 13 so 7 4 was also 7 yeah so so yeah i mean i i think it's to to regress and to make it shorter <laughs> you know when i feel like every single account was like it's going this generation will last 8 if not 9 years it's just technology is it's getting a little bit harder to to showcase so i think it's i think it's just again we can save this more in-depth conversation, but it's Microsoft waving a white flag and say, we, we submit, <laughs> you know, what, and it makes sense. I was thinking about it today that like, okay, look, the Activision deal's gone through, you know, we're going to have Game Pass being what it is. Like, how can we start to peel away market share from Sony and a shiny new box when the other competitor doesn't have a shiny strategy. new box, you know, is not a bad way to do it if it has a reason to get it beyond what is already available, right? Especially if PlayStation does a PS5 Pro that's at 8K and 120 frames or whatever. It's like, what more can you really do? You know, and you never know what you need until, you, you know, until Apple says, here, an iPhone, you need this, right? right? <laughs> so maybe Microsoft has something up their sleeve, but I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't derail good. me. I can get distracted quite easily. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was like, again, that was an interesting rumor. Um, which I think a lot of, I don't know if we talked about this on air, is a lot of people were getting a fever pitch because uh, the Marvel's Blade announcement had no Xbox logo on it. Yeah. And their Xbox's YouTube never posted the trailer. Uh, that since it's changed, uh, it is on Xbox's YouTube, and it just says Xbox, but the running theory by a lot of people is that it's because it's not coming to Series X. Right. It'll be the next, whatever the next Xbox is. So. Right. But, uh, yeah, sorry, we're derailed. Let's move on to our next topic. We're derailed. <laughs> Which is? The video game character battle royale. Yeah, we got a two-week hiatus. Time to get back in action. Yeah, yeah. we're both going to be a little rusty here. Yeah. Uh, so the winners from last week's tie oh, I got a good one. is, well, one's another tie. So <laughs> unfortunately. It's the other one too, isn't it? Yeah, now Leon and uh, Ellie are tied. Uh, again, both participation for both is getting higher. So... What we're gonna do is we're gonna just push it again. I there's no just oh you want to do you want to no, flip? Can, I'll push it again. Oh, we can f whatever you want to do. I thought we were pushing it. Let's push it because we don't technically need to know right this second. No. Uh, and are again, we getting rid of the other one or are we pushing both of these? No, the other one was decided. So okay. we're gonna leave the other one. So we're still gonna argue for two today, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll have three so we'll pulls three up. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So Leon tied with Ellie. But crazy enough, Crash Bandicoot handily defeated Master Chief this time after the tie of last week. So he he will be moving on. I'll allow it just because it get that filthy Xbox chum out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but nonsense. But no, everyone listening, thank you. Like again, I, I like the higher participation is yep. definitely making this these polls more interesting. Makes so. it more fun. So again, it'll be. Three polls. Ellie versus Leon will be back. And then our two character battle royals, which we'll argue right now. Now, John, mm -hmm. I don't remember who went first last time. Uh, I don't either. I want to say Mew, but I don't. Yes, know. I think you're right. But I, don't I think you're right. I okay. did go. 
All right. All right. So for this week, right, we got Doom Guy versus V from Cyberpunk and Sora from Kingdom Hearts versus Samus Aran. <laughs> Quite the matchup. Um, let's go with let's go with Sora versus Samus first. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. For context, okay. uh, I don't know anything about uh, Sora. <laughs> Well, I do not play Kingdom Hearts games. I hope you learned at least a little bit. Oh, I did. I did. Okay. I, 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 to say I don't know nothing. I know as much as a person following you the got industry. Go- Goofy and Donald. You got yeah. you know some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Spiky yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Samus is the ultimate survivor. She's alone on an alien planet with some of the worst environments and gnarliest monsters you've ever seen in your life, and she's able to overcome and defeat it every single time. She has one of the most iconic weapons in all of video games, the Charge Blaster. She gets speed boosters that make her uh, approach almost at the speed of light. Untold amounts of power-ups. She has 16 different types of beams, 8 types of missile launchers, 11 different types of suits, morph balls, visor systems, screw attacks, space jumps, maybe more gadgets and things than any other character (laughs) in in video game history. Um, and Sora's entire shtick is that he's able to overcome with the power of friendship and the help from others, right? It's never by himself. It's always with the power of Donald and Goofy or something <laughs> else that he needs. He needs to rely on other people to, to take anybody down every single time. So Samus is going to be able to take care of a little teenage boy very, very easily. Samus wins this by a mile. <laughs> Are you a fan of the character, Samus Aran? Yeah, I mean, I think she, I think, you know, I, I'm, I like that, you know, a uh, hardened female lead Ridley, you know, is, yes, is, is yes. a very obviously popular example, as we talked about a couple weeks ago with Alien, but um, I, I, you know, I've only played, uh, um, what's the fucking big one? Super Metroid um, and Metroid Dread. Those are the only two I've ever beaten, um, but yeah, she's cool. No, yeah, she's she's probably the most interesting character I think in Nintendo's like main stable of characters. She's just I would be doesn't fit. Really. I would be most excited for a uh, Metroid movie, right? If they if the Nintendo thing keeps going and they keep making like that would be the one that I'd want to see the most of. Live action? Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, she's basically Iron Man. It's true, and you would have some amazing looking environments if you could do it right. Yeah. Um, God, that would be. Fucking, that would be fucking wild. getting a lava suit and just treading through lava, you know, or some other crazy stuff. But I'll take what I can get. But like I said, I, I think Metroid is Nintendo's most unique franchise. That and it's so crazy and like, worth selling. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, but just just a cool overall franchise. Like like that game was like back then is so revolutionary. Super you know? Metroid's an all yeah. It's that's an all timer, man. That, yeah. that game is like you said for the time period in 1994. I think mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, so, so good. easily someone could tell me, oh, that's my favorite game of all time. I'm like, yeah, that, sure. that tracks. So True. But uh, we're not here to talk about that anymore. So yeah, let's keep, go keep, into Sora. Keep complimenting my challenger. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Do not let Sora's cartoonish, innocent look fool you. Sora is the protagonist of the most batshit, insane franchise <laughs> out there uh, out of all of our fighters in the list. He comes from a silly place called Destiny Island. That's how batshit insane his his franchise is. Sora wields one of the most iconic weapons in all of video games, the Keyblade. This weapon enhances all of his abilities and can transform into other objects like a whip, a bicycle, for traversal. Uh, this is if you're not familiar with Kingdom Hearts, it's a Final Fantasy franchise too. So he has Faraga, Thundaga, Blizzaga, uh, Kuraga, all the all the Final Fantasy spells. And on top of that, he can summon Disney characters. 
Just like uh, Final Fantasy characters can, but his includes Simba, Genie, Tinkerbell, Dumbo, Wreck-It Ralph, and more. He has all those to assist them in battle. It'll be this multifaceted form of attack that will overwhelm Samus, who relies heavily on Jester's suit for abilities and weapons. Very nice. And then Dumbo gets a charge shot to the face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, you can't do that to Dumbo. Oh, you could easily do that to the Dumbo. Oh, no. Yeah. Look, Google image search Dumbo. You, don't don't defend is, Dumbo. <laughs> Nobody defends Dumbo. Well, it's an adorable elephant that can fly with his ears. Yeah, but those crows are racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then to the main event, Doom Guy versus Nick's beloved V. All right. I'm, I feel bad for you with this one, Nick. Doom Guy is just, he's one of those like top tier contestants. He's up there with Kratos level, right? Some people say he's immortal. He has been around for eons, is what they say in the lore. You know, his main enemy of this franchise, you, you know, Satan. Uh, he manages to take that guy on, uh, aka the Lord of Darkness, aka Lucifer, aka the Dark Lord. You roughly kill about 3,300 demons in Doom 2016. So I don't think it's going to be a problem to take down one, uh, you know, kind of robot human-esque type person. You got the super shotgun, the BFG, which was one of the most overpowered weapons in video game history. Your chainsaw, your plasma rifle, the crucible, which is the new melee sword in Doom Eternal. It's a one-shot kill against any single enemy. And yes, V is a hacker. I know you're probably going to say, Nick, oh, I can hack my guns. Oh, I can't use my guns anymore. <laughs> I got a melee sword. You can't fuck with that. All right? And not to mention, what are you going to do? How are you going to get close to Doom? The Doom guy. He doesn't, he doesn't have uh, anything that you can hack into, thus, thus negating any type of counter that V could have. <laughs> it was just the 30th anniversary of Doom. Yeah? yeah eight days ago. Wow. So. Well, I hope they keep coming to PlayStation because Doom games are great. All right. V is the rag to riches Merc with the Ingram of Johnny Silverhand, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves, stuck in her head. She's the biggest Merc in all of Night City. V has an access to a wide array of weaponry, including smart homing weapons, shotgun pistols, katanas, giant hammers, sniper rifles. But her ace in the hole is her access to cybernetic implants, including mantis blades, gorilla arms, mono wires, leg enhancements for double jumps, speed, speed enhancements to move like a blur, go completely invisible, and much more. Now, Doom Guy has dealt with demons, and I know John just downplayed the ability of hacking. But hacking is any technology. Like, if, if any of his guns are using technology, V can hack it. So that is her advantage. She can disable weapons, disable any technology that's in that big old suit of his, and put him at, put him at a disadvantage, as well as she can hack any technology in the environment to put her at an environmental advantage. Sorry, Doom guy. You're strong, but not V strong. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Doom guy curb stomps V in the face. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, we got 12 contestants left. We're getting we're getting down to it. I want to tell you there were other 12, but let's just, you know, we'll keep it special again. Okay. Right? All, right. All right. First again? Yep. All right. I'll, I'll go first. Do, 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 Jack from Jack and Daxter. Oh, okay. Okay. I know nothing about him. <laughs> it's been a minute. Versus Rayman. <laughs> okay. So that's that's a pretty appropriate matchup. And then second, we got, you got Sweet Tooth. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Versus. Hot Office television show. Sweet Tooth. Uh, let's see. Versus, again, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got his work cut out for 
the Sonic fandom. That's true. That's true. Sonic, the, yeah, the, there is maybe no voracious, uh, more voracious fandom out there than the Sonic people <laughs> for, whatever, for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. All right. Well, nostalgia, that's for one. But it, I had a Sega Genesis. I had that nostalgia. I, I, same. Uh, yeah, same. Sonic 2, great, <laughs> great as a childhood. But as we've discussed, those games don't hold up. No. no. <laughs> uh, well, the question is, do we want to do it next week or do we want to save that for all Game of the Year stuff? I think we do it two weeks from now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's I fine. think we I think we close out the year, start fresh okay. with uh with the yeah, S Sonic. Okay. That sounds good to me. All right, well, this is the end of the show. We did it. Um you, I know we can't we teased what's happening next week. It's all game of the year stuff, but as do you have any teases for two weeks from now, the games mm. you'll be playing. Well, I beat Dave the Diver. Um and while I don't have much more to say about it, I'm just going to give it a quick five out of five. Game's great. Uh, if it comes to PlayStation, you got to play it. It's mm-hmm. it's pure joy. Um, I will. Yeah, it's just it just enhances. It just keeps changing itself and changing itself and, and keeps itself very very fresh. No pun intended. Um, I'm still plucking away at Astral Ascent, which has been a very very fun roguelike, very very Hades type game. Um, so getting through that, but um, it, it's been it's been hard to trick my brain into getting into something big in media again mm-hmm. um i've been looking at hogwarts legacy because i never never put more than an hour into that um and tears of the kingdom is just you know that <laughs> i just i keep running into the same thing uh you know nemesis of the show jake once asked me after i gave a pretty not so positive cyberpunk review like well what's makes that any different than like tears of the kingdom right about i was complaining about how much there is to do and i think he has a point it's kind of like the same thing. I'm just I, I keep going further and, and and then going. Oh my god, I haven't even explored any of the underground area yet, and right. I haven't really fucked with the upper the sky islands yet. And like so, it's just it's 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 intimidating to me right now. But sure. um, yeah, I don't know. I want to get Super Mario Wonder too. I did win the fantasy league for the year, um, and and part of the fantasy league rules was you have to spend technically your, the year's technically not yeah, over, yeah, but yeah, sure odds are yes. Sure, you keep holding on hope. Yeah, um, <laughs> Christmas you know. Day shadow drop. So I got oh, I got to spend my earnings on a new video game, and that'll probably wonder. So you know, maybe if I can get myself and pick that up, I'll have some impressions. Yeah, no, that's 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 all good stuff, and yeah, I hope to fit in some games here myself. Uh, again, I I put down Baldur's Gate. Sorry, everyone, I will not see the end mm. of that. <laughs> you call yourself not this year anyway, but. Uh, I also did pick up Diablo 4 and have just started playing that, so I will definitely have impressions uh, two weeks from now. On Get a that portal. Game. Get a portal. You can play in bed. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. I'd rather 200 bucks. 200 bucks is like my next, the first three months of next year in video games. So. No, nah, it's like February. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah Infinite Money. You got infinite Last wealth. of Us Part 2. Infinite Wealth. <laughs> infinite Money. <laughs> like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Last of Us Part 2. Helldivers. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and possibly Dragon's Dogma in there. That's March, but yeah, well, yeah. I said first three months. You, okay. you said sorry, months, so. you were riffing off of me. <laughs> sorry. So, so yeah, th- yeah, you're right. Those two months, those three games would be two hundred dollars. So there you go. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm looking at. So, uh, so no no extra hardware for me. Uh, if there is any hardware, it's all it's TV. That's my, you know. Oh yeah, so you still don't have an OLED, do you? No. I have a 4K and it's a nice TV. It's just, yeah. I want to move to an OLED, especially if, I, if I'm even considering a PlayStation 5 Pro. If that is indeed a true thing, I would have it to get a TV first. So, 
Well, yeah, I mean, that is, that'll be interesting because PlayStation 5s have held their value really well. <laughs> So, like, you can... What about opened ones with the warranty sticker removed? I think, you you know, eBay or something easily. Right. I think, you you know... You or I just figure out a way to swap that sticker out. It's true. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go games, this GameStop route, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's not like you've done anything nefarious with yours. You'd sell it, and they'd be like, is this legit? And you'd be like, yeah, and then they would, because you're a good guy. You're not going to... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it works. It has not had the issue ever since I, I, I fixed it and cleaned it out, so... Good. So, my... I have a good PlayStation. You have a good career in IT in the in the near future. Nick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fixing other people's PlayStations. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's it, uh, John. Uh, you're picking the song, and you what would you go with? Something uh, interesting. Something here. old guards of somebody, somebody. Yeah, the old <laughs> gods of Asgard, right? That's the, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and the song is called "The Herald of Darkness." You might have seen a live uh, dance performance at the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, you know, I think it, this, it's probably the the song of the year at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so feels right to bring it, and you know, we don't have to we don't have to give you the 13 minute version, which is no, nice. no. <laughs> so we found a nice little radio edit version. Um, but yeah, if you want to see the song again that accompanied that silly silly dance with Sam Lake and the actor who played Alan Wake and uh, well, the guy from Homeland, right, David? Yep, yep. David. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there's a 13-minute version of the song, which is obviously the version in the game, right, that had to keep itself on repeat yep. uh, while you fucked around and were just like, what the fuck is what going is on? Uh, but there is also a, yeah, a radio edit version, which you will hear here. So, yeah, it's a great song, great game. I, I want John to play it. Yep. And hopefully. That, I mean, if I yeah, if you had that physically, that would definitely be what I was playing right now. I just yeah. should probably just bite the bullet and buy it. You know, it's funny, like, we were talking... Really derailing here. Yeah, uh, we were talking about like since I had to buy two games digital this year between Baldur's Gate three and Alan Wake, I was like, oh, digital's really nice. But then I got Spider Man two, and then I was letting all our my friends borrow it, and I was like, oh, this is a good feeling too. It's like it's nice to share games. And you got thirty five dollars out of it. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I got uh, forty dollars for it. There you go. So which one feels nicer? Right. Yeah, I just have to you know drive out to my preferred GameStop, but they're nice there, so it's always worth the drive. All right. That's it. Enjoy the song. Keep playing video games. Get more platinums. Add up to those hours. We need to beat what? So we need to beat 181 hours next year. That's yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah. Seven of us. All yeah, right. so get started in two, two weeks. <laughs> Pick it up, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> if we add him in, too, with his PC time, oh, man, we're probably at. Yeah, that's true. Like that'd, be, that'd be probably 200 hours for sure. Easy. Or 200 days. 200 days. Yeah, probably. All right. Thanks again for listening. Again, we will be back next week with our game of the year. Please write in if you have, you want to answer all the categories as well. But until then, Lord we of the Rings Gollum, game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Later, Gators. And all your stories of crime and chilling thrillers Of hard-boiled killers became bestsellers It was all too much, I had to get away
it that meets the eye. I never meant for it to ruin my life that way. You just say you lived a jaded lie. Dark shades could never save the day. So sad, but true.
dark place am I trapped in here? Is this real? I cannot remember. There was a manuscript that held a key. A vicious cycle I must not surrender to. Echo scenes to seek out again and again until I figure it out to bring this song to its end.